I'm Duncan McLeod. This is a special edition of Talk Central recorded on Monday, 14 November 2016. Talk Central is brought to you by Tech Central, the home of South Africa's best technology journalism. At Vodacom's results presentation for the six months to 30 September 2016, I sat down with the group's CEO, Shamil Yusuf, to talk about Vodacom's new video-on-demand platform called Vodacom On Demand. Also in the interview, I asked the Vodacom CEO about its planned Internet of Things network, the Data Must Fall movement and how it's responding, refarming spectrum, the ICT policy white paper, and the new ICT BEE codes. Enjoy the interview. Welcome to this special edition of Tech Central's podcast. We're here today with Vodacom CEO Shamil Yusup on the sidelines of the group's interim results for the six months to 30 September 2016. Thanks for your time, Shamil. Thank you, Doug. You've announced today Vodacom On Demand, a new uh, video on demand platform that's going to be launched early next year. It looks pretty exciting. Uh, I know it's been coming for some time. Uh, I understand the idea is to create a platform for other content providers like Showmax, who you've announced a partnership with today, to showcase their solutions. Um, can you go into some detail about what consumers can expect from the platform when it goes live? Sure. I think what, we, what we're trying to do is, is a couple of things. Firstly, there'll be subscription-based services uh, where you'll have different uh, uh, entities like Showmax, like Netflix, and so on in the future. Uh, then there'll be transactional services like box office, uh, but we also will introduce the, the different genres of uh, of uh, content, if you like. So you can buy comedies for the weekend and and that type of thing. Uh, so little little bo- little box sets or little um, uh, genres of of um, of a couple of movies bundled together or a couple of series bundled together. Will that be content that, that Vodacom has sourced? Yes, okay. so it's, it will be a combination of third-party content and some and some content that that we've sourced. Obviously, um, it's it's more of a distribution model. So yeah. so basically, it's distributed through the Vodacom platform. There'll also be some uh, live TV uh, offerings as well that are included in 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 the offering. Uh, I think the big thing will be that you'll be able to buy data in, in the app. Okay. So so many hours of browsing in the app itself or you'll be able to buy specific content uh, as an example you'll be able to buy a movie with or without the data included okay so that just helps to bridge the gap between so if you've got access to wi-fi and so on you'll download it obviously on wi-fi but if not you need to download it on mobile mm. and we make it more cost effective that you're buying it including the data okay but there'll be two tiers with and without Correct. data okay you mentioned uh, linear television uh, or linear services as well um i know you've um uh, signed, you've announced today that you've signed a deal with MultiChoice, which owns DSTV. Um, is, is that for the linear broadcast of DSTV content, or are you looking at other content there as well? So it's it's um, it's DSTV content for now, uh, but essentially, so you'll be able to go onto DSTV now through the platform and be oh, able to buy a a bundle to 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 consume the data. Okay, and DSTV now is their linear streaming okay. service, so you're going to be integrating that into the platform. Okay, so. Um, what would the advantage be of um, of a, a content provider like Showmax, for example, coming onto this platform? What what do they get out of the? Well, deal? I think uh, well, quite a few things because one of the things that we want to do is obviously use our big data analytics going forward to to improve the experience, if you like, um, and um, you know, so so you can you, it will be more personalized. That's the one part, but also 
what we would like to do is to offer services in more bite-sized chunks, if you like. So, you know, one of the successes that we, we've had is is being able to sell daily, weekly, monthly content. Mm. Um, and we'd like to be able to partner with, with, with uh, some of these parties to be able to do that. Um, and if where we, where we can't is, is, is then source that content to be able to provide in those type of bundles. Right, okay. So just so I understand, on this platform you'll, you'll have the options to connect to these various third-party services. Is Vodacom going to have a, um, an offering of its own with its own branding and, and, and packaging? Would you have a, like a Showmax, would you have a Vodacom app or, or service that you can click on and get access to specific content that you've sourced? No, so everything is in a seamless way. So all the okay. content that will be on here is basically... Um, will be seamless in terms of there's the um, there's subscription services and mm-hmm. you'll have a host of different subscription services but you'll also have transactional services okay. and a lot of the transactional stuff will be coming from us Okay. Uh, and these unique bundles will be coming from the content that we've sourced okay. uh, again through third party relationships Okay. and Netflix will they be on the platform as well? Netflix will be in early next year early next year okay any others that you haven't mentioned uh uh, no, so I mean those are the ones that we've concluded with. But okay. obviously now that you've got the platform on, you also become an attraction for other parties yeah, yeah. who want to launch in the country to be able to do it through you okay. and with you. Are you aware of any other big players that are interested in coming into this market? No, but there are some local ones. Okay, uh, that, that are there. Right. Um, Times Media and so on also have their uh, little. Uh, you know, they have their their options as well. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's partnering with whoever wants to to get onto the platform. Okay. Okay, good. I want to talk about Internet of Things. Um, uh, both MTN and Vodacom announced last week that they're going to be deploying um, narrowband Internet of Things networks. Um, and I see Dark Fiber Africa this morning has also announced that they're working with a French company to deploy a similar sort of infrastructure in South Africa. Um, can you talk a little bit about what sort of IoT network Vodacom is planning to deploy, uh, when it will go live, and how much of an opportunity IoT is for the company going forward? Yeah, I think it really depends on um, on basically a number of the services and the uptake. So it's more, a lot of it is success-based. So yeah. there will be a narrow, narrow band network in terms of um, of where we need to be able to put coverage. Right. But what will happen is as you bring customers on board, then basically what happens is you then start to activate those services. And then the next one comes and it starts to grow and so on. So I think it's more on a, 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 a customer basis uh, okay. at the moment. And then as the, as the product becomes more, uh, shall we say, more, more common-based, mm-hmm. then, then your networks will obviously have to grow ahead of, uh, of the demand. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So um, what technology are you using? I, I know MTN said they're using Huawei. Are you still using a Huawei platform? Uh, who's the supplier? Um, and and how, how quickly do you roll this out? Well, I mean, we haven't yet selected suppliers or finalized the suppliers. We're busy with that at the moment. Okay. But, but it's, it's quite simple to roll out. Okay. Um, it will probably, while well, we will probably feature, okay. uh, because um, you, can roll out the, um, you can roll out the infrastructure on top of your existing infrastructure. Mm. Um, so, you know, we have Huawei and, and, uh, and, and Nokia, both uh, uh, suppliers. So, I, you know, I would envisage that we, we do use them uh, both mm. uh, to some degree in providing these services. Okay. And, and how big is the opportunity? Um, I mean, is, it, is this a multi-billion rand opportunity down the line? I think so. I think yeah. definitely. Um, but, and I think it, it, it continues to grow as more and more services mm. uh, come, to, come to fruition. I mm. think there'll be 
there's two different parts there's consumer IoT and there's enterprise IoT mm. but um, vehicles and, and I think new industries pop up yeah. uh, as a result of it I mean just to give you an example in in Europe um, you know one out of every two cars now is shipping with an IoT sim or a a a, um, a um, uh, what we call a, a, a SIM card in the car. And, and the reason for that is because user-based insurance is growing so significantly. Right. So I think, you know, user-based insurance here, as an example, is still in its infancy. Mm. I think we're just seeing Discovery doing it, not, not much more than that. So, you know, I think that becomes a lot more prevalent as you go forward because it's a better way to, to charge customers. Mm. Um, so that's, that's the one side, and I think that, uh, that you'll see more of, and obviously Vodafone having bought Cobra, that does give us an advantage um, in terms of the platforms and so on. Mm. So we're shipping cars out of here from Roslyn, as an example, with some cards in. Okay, okay. Uh, so that's, 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 you know, but smart cities, um, uh, construction using sensors, you know, all kinds of different industries will start to use mm. sensors more. Mm. Now, typically, you would do it off the mobile network, but where there's a specific need of a customer and you have to build a new network to be able to meet that need, then that's what you will have to do. Mm. Okay. I want to talk a little bit about the um, data must fall movement. You alluded to it quite a bit during the presentations uh, this morning. I think your CFO said that um, Vodacom has brought down the effective price per megabyte by 65% in the past um, four years. what do you make of all this criticism? I mean, Vodacom and MTN, I think, have particularly been in the, in the target here. Is, is, is any of this criticism fair? You know, you've come in for repeated criticism over the two rand per megabyte out of bundle charge and 30-day data expiry. How, how, can, you, how can Vodacom de- deal with this, this criticism and, and perhaps play it down? Look, I think, you know, for me, it's a balancing act. I think you've got to look at it under the backdrop of, you know, we've been bringing prices down progressively over the, four, uh, over the last four years both in voice and in data. Voice prices have dropped by 56%. Data prices have dropped by almost 65% uh, over the last four years. Now, and then you're going to use that against the backdrop of investment where the, 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 the uh, consumption of data has gone up quite heavily. And so you have to invest quite aggressively to be able to do it. So that's a cost. So you're putting in a lot more money mm. into being able to co- cope with, uh, with it. Um, and, 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 and also one of the big issues has been uh, currency. Yes. Remember, currency over the last four years has decreased more than fifty percent. Yeah. Uh, so you know that's impacted your ability to 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 purchase and and some of the synergies that you were getting um, uh, from from being able to buy a quantity like within the Vodafone Group. Mm. Uh, so you know, so we've lost some of the benefits from that. Uh, in addition to that, you so you've had the inflationary increases and some of those pressures coming through in your cost points. Yep. Um, so you're bringing down prices, you're investing more, you've got upward cost pressures, your mobile termination rates uh, decline. Um, and so you can't do everything in once. Mm. And I think that's, that's the big issue. I mean, will data prices continue to fall? I think that's a given. Data prices will continue to fall, but we've got to at least be able to balance it if we want to continue to invest. Mm. And then obviously the thing that's been missing is the most important ingredient, which is spectrum. Mm. Mm. So I think one also has to realize that everything we've we've achieved, uh, we're achieving without having access to um, 
uh, to to Spectrum, yeah. and, and I think we're at least six to eight years late yeah. in terms of of when that Spectrum should have been allocated. So the 4G, we're close to 70% 4G coverage today. It's all being done with mm. what we call Reform Spectrum, mm. uh, but that comes at a cost. So you know, I think what what needs to happen is we need access to Spectrum. That will be an input to try and bring in down prices. Uh, as you've seen, we've got, uh, from last year to this year, as we showed in our results presentation, just the outer bundle uh, usage has dropped by 46%. Mm. So, you know, one of our clear intents is, is to make sure that we can uh, get customers is to reduce the outer bundle rates, one, uh, and we want to do that relatively quickly, but, but also to do it by, by making sure that we get customers the right size bundles. And then also to make sure that uh, the ones that are not using bundles, that we educate them on how to use bundles. Okay. You mentioned Spectrum. Um, how, how urgent has that access to new Spectrum become? Is how, at what point are you in a crisis? Uh, uh, because you just simply can't deal with the volume, the level of, of demand for data on your network. When do you reach that, that, that crisis point? Look, I think, I think what it does is it's, um, we, we're coping, we're using technology, we're using various different elements. But I think we, 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 we basically w- what it's doing is it's, it's eating up the capex mm. uh, that, sh- that should have been pl- uh, spent um, on, on, on basically capacity, increasing coverage, and so on. That would help us to bring down prices faster. Yeah. You're diverting the capex in, into being able to cope. So you're having to build more sites uh, closer to each other or what we call densification of cells yes. to be able to cope with the volumes of traffic that are going through. Right, right. Uh, you're still sitting with a big chunk of, of 2G spectrum. Um, is it feasible to look potentially at, um, at, at, at getting your users off that 2G spectrum and, and simply reallocating all of that 2G uh, to 3G or 4G purposes? I think eventually it does get there, but I think the, the, the issue that you have today is um, that you're still sitting uh, with, what, 64%, 65% of your customers mm-hmm. still on... Uh, um, on, on uh, shall we say, two G devices, two G and two okay. and a half G devices. So, okay. you know, I think what's going to happen over time is we start to sell more and more smartphones and decrease the amount of um, of two uh, G devices on the network. But mm. it's a period of which you try and get customers off it. What we've done for now, because we don't have access to. Uh, to, to new spectrum, yeah. we've basically taken about 10 megahertz of 2G spectrum mm-hmm. uh, out and squeezed all the 2G customers into 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 the rest of the spectrum. Mm. But it does come; it's 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 a fine balance because you squeeze too much, yeah. the the the, um, the network service deteriorates, and then you you end up with increased drop calls, mm-hmm. you know, and, and problems on your 2G network. So you've got to be able to 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 balance it, and I think we squeezed a lot already. Mm. Um, but uh, and I think also you know what what we're now doing is to try and get more customers onto 4G uh, and and 2G customers onto 3G. And the more we can do that, mm. then yes, we do alleviate the pressure on the 2G network. But as prices continue to drop yeah. in 3G, in 4G, that uptake ramps up. Mm. So that's why you know in our our results, the 3G customers having increased to 3.6 million yeah. uh, and 88% increase is, is 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 quite a big deal for us. Yes. I mean, we, we see European operators already talking about switching off their 2G networks. When do you think we'll be having that discussion in South Africa? Uh, well, look, I mean, we are, we, are, we are obviously reviewing those discussions because being part of Vodafone, yes. we are having those discussions in terms of 
when do you put off 2G, you know, can you reuse that spectrum, mm-hmm. those type of mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. But it's a couple of years out. So, okay. I mean, you know, there's talk of 2020, 2021. I think we are... It's not Africa. Yes. No, no, no. Oh. I think we, we're a couple of years further than You've that. You've yeah. okay. So, because it really depends. Talks. What you don't want to do as well is... You don't want to restrict people from having access to, to telecommunications, and the result is that a 2G device is much cheaper mm-hmm. than a 3G device. Yes. Although we're trying to bridge that gap. Okay. Now, obviously, related to all this is the uh, integrated ICT policy white paper, and I, I know you made some remarks on that in the in the presentation, but perhaps, uh, if you don't mind, we can just repeat some of them here. Um, what are you, is Vodacom proposing? What would you like to see? What model would you like to see applied? In that white paper for South Africa, how should the white paper be changed? Well, I think I think for me the the principles of the white paper in terms of access to communication, in terms of um, you know uh, uh, skills development, in terms of gender transformation, uh, these kind of, of principles, I think are, are very much well accepted and 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 and, and, and are right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think what worries us is in the how. Um, and the how is, is problematic in terms of how we go about achieving that. Um, now, one of the elements is that uh, today the success of cellular is very much premised on investment. Mm. Um, and one of the, the ways we compete uh, is, is, through, is through investment. Yes. So we compete in product, we compete in distribution, you know, we, um, we compete in price. But we also compete on, on, on capital investment. So when we up the NT, as we've done in the last three years, it forces the MTNs and the Celsius and the telcoms to follow. Yes. Uh, because if they want to keep pace, that in turn, I would argue, creates jobs um, and, and, and then creates whole ecosystems behind that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think we need to be careful that we, we don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. That's the one part. I would also venture to say that we have... Uh, our networks in South Africa are world class and are up there amongst the best in the world. So I would say let's leverage off what we have. Uh, and there's different mechanisms to, to be able to do it. Uh, you can introduce MVNOs, you can do different things. And now if you're saying, uh, well, you know, um, and so you can use regulation, that's the one part. The other part is you can go and say, look, I want to take a, spec, uh, a, um, a block of spectrum and set it aside for the open access players. Um, and I think that's what I call a hybrid model. Give the existing players spectrum, but uh, keep some aside for, for smaller players who want to come together mm. and, and build together and be able to have access to spectrum. So that way you're not shutting anybody out. Yes. You're leveraging on what you've built uh, on the one side and, to, uh, and the success of that. Uh, and because it's those big operators that will do your rural coverage and so on. Mm-hmm. These new startups won't go into into rural coverage. They'll go into the urban areas mm-hmm. until they've built a profitable model for themselves. Mm-hmm. So I think that you know we've got to find um, we've got to find that balance. Okay, uh, you've had discussions at the stage with the ministry. Uh, do you are you confident government's going to listen to your arguments? Well, are we? Uh, I think the. Are we confident they're going to listen? I think we, we need to find workable solutions. Okay. And I think it's encouraging that they, they have been willing to engage. Um, and, um, and I think that we will try and exhaust those, 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 um, those options and, and really try and, and find the middle ground in the best interests of, uh, okay. of the country. So you're not going to rush straight to court? No. Okay. 
the, the last thing I want to chat to you about was um, BEE. Um, obviously, the Department of Trade and Industries published the new BEE code specifically for the ICT sector. Um, how, how does this new code affect Vodacom, especially from an equity perspective, and how do you ensure you comply? Well, I think, you know, obviously we have to go through all the new codes and the implications of that. Um, they, there seems to have been some changes made at the last minute. Okay. Um, which we obviously have to we we have we we considering at the moment as well, uh, but um, I think what what it means is that firstly the whole industry will be implicated in terms of where they end up um, as a as a measure, and then from there we'd have to uh, start to claw back. Mm. There's some things that I think are, are, are questionable. I mean the whole thing about broad-based groups not really counting for a lot of points. I think, you know, um, I would have thought we'd want more broad-based groups, but uh, what's in the ICT sector code at the moment doesn't say that. Uh, it was changed in the other codes, but it hasn't been changed in this, so there's a lot of things that we still need mm -hmm. clarity on. Um, and I think an, an implementation plan then becomes important, and anything you're going to do in the VE space, you're going to review mm -hmm. against the backdrop of, 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 of these new codes. Okay. I presume empowerment will happen at the South Africa level rather than the group level. Am I right in thinking that? From an equity perspective? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Okay. Um, because you can flow through, it, yep. could happen, it could happen at either level. Okay. The current deal is obviously at the South African level. Yes. Okay. All right. Great. Shamil, thank you for your time.